W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio, part of Podcast NH, presented by the Scavengers Network. The show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. It's Fishstick, Lulu, The Professor, and Mulch, live from the back of a hot dog truck. The I Don't Know Morning Show. Good Monday morning. Good Monday morning. Good morning. Monday morning. And welcome to your low-grade, unpaid, risque pit stain of a Monday morning radio show. And, and we're, we're not going, going anywhere. My name is Fish Stick, and if you look to your left, you'll see something foul. My name is the <laughs> Professor, and I told you to stop talking about me like that. Ha <laughs> I'm Lulu, and I've somehow got caught in the missile. Missile? Missile? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's some mistletoe. Yep, that. I'm Mulch, and I'll be funny later. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like it's been quite a long time since we've done this, folks. It does feel that way. I know you guys did that podcast New Hampshire thing, right? Yeah, that you you were invited to. Yeah, I just didn't go. I was off that day, too. (laughs) I just straight up didn't go. (laughs) What the hell? I know, dude. I was like, when you guys were like, oh, we're heading there now, I was like, oh, I'm literally, I could go, but... (laughs) Have a good time. Like, I don't know. Oh, cool. Hey, cool. <laughs> it's not that I just like, I was like, oh, I figured I wouldn't be off, and then I was, and then I didn't even think about it, so. The guy who runs that listens to this. Sorry, I don't have a podcast. I'm just on this one. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. I mean, I could have my own podcast if you want. We all went. This is our podcast. This is our, this is our sh- wow. I just it. thought I was always a guest. Mulch, you're bringing a weird energy to the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yeah. You're not like bad. the guy that walks into a yoga class and takes his dick out and is like, we're doing this, right? <laughs> That's not the right thing. We don't have to hold in our farts, right? <laughs> On Fish Sticks Topic Topics, we're going to be talking about bacon. On the Professor's Life De-Stressor, we've got a voicemail from Elias Biggerson about butterflies. On Lulu's Viewer Reviews, I will be reviewing something that I do. On Mulch's News Garden, we're going to be talking about who rescued what and why. Ooh, all this and more coming up after a quick word from our commercial sponsors. Stay close. Hey, it's me, Medieval Marty, back at it again with all your spooky castle needs. Prophetic tapestries? We got them. Cobweb-covered suits of armor? We got them. Bloody ghosts of long-dead kings? You know we got them. All our tortured souls and hidden horrors are fair trade and locally sourced. Don't cobble together decorations with duct tape and black spray paint. Nobody's going to be fooled by that leaf-stuffed set of coveralls with a pumpkin above it. You need a corpse. What's more, you need a real corpse. What's even more, you need a real haunted corpse that has died in a violent passion. I got those. I make those. You know what an oubliette is? I sure do, and I've got hundreds of them full of deals. I'm Medieval Marty, and I know personally that people are dying for these deals. Stock your spooky crypts and castles with Medieval Martys. Where intelligent discussions go to die. Email your topics to fishstick at idonowradio.com and they'll end up right here on Fishstick's Top Pick Topics. Wow. Wow. Fishstick's Top Pick Topics brought to you by Ballsy's Jolly Jewels Sack Pack, which is a real thing. It's a gift pack containing ball wash, nut rub solid cologne, and sack spray. The ball wash is an activated charcoal ball and body wash featuring several essential oils and plant extracts to leave you smelling and feeling amazing. I want to paint a picture for you guys really quick. Paint it. Oh, please don't. Everyone has lived next to a neighbor that was kind of an asshole, right? Oh, uh, You know who has to live next to a literal asshole their entire life? 
You nuts. <laughs> you nuts. <laughs> Take good care of your nuts because they've taken care of you your whole life. The Jolly Jewel Sack Pack with the <laughs> Ball Wash Nut Rub Solid Cologne, which is a beeswax-based solid cologne that's long-lasting to keep you smelling better longer while protecting that sensitive skin. It's available in some scents that I think are pretty amazing, like Forests and Fields. Oceans and air, citrus and cedar, sun and surf are my favorite, which is actually sold out at the last moment that I checked the website, which is smoke and suede. As soon as Congress hears about this, it's going to be free. <laughs> like It's just going to show up. It, there's going to be a law pass that's going to show up at our doorstep monthly, and I can't wait. <laughs> you also get sack spray, which is a deodorizing spray that delivers a refreshing pH-balanced blast to the nuts, neutralizing odor and irritation. It's a really fun brand, and they make great products made in the USA, free of parabens, sulfates, and synthetic dyes. Have a sack that even Santa would be jealous of. <laughs> go to you got <laughs> go to bit.ly slash WIDK balls and you, <laughs> this, this is real. Bit.ly slash WIDK balls and use promo code WIDK. You can save 15% on your order. It's a great stocking stuffer for any ball having person that you want to make sure that their balls are jolly and fantastic. Oh, man. <laughs> Bit.ly slash WIDK balls. We'll also have a link on our website and in the show notes. This was sent in by ENG. Thank you, the superlative ENG. Ian poses a simple quandary for us to apply our scientific minds to today. Ian says, yes. Bacon. Floppy or crispy? crispy? Crispy. Crispy. Fuck all of you. Floppy. Fuck Why? you, dude. Oh, oh right. I like my bacon okay. uncooked. Yes. That's disgusting. It's delicious. It's gross. Bacon can only be floppy if it's like actual, real, decent, not American bacon. Not oh, true. I I've had that. I understand that you might like your bacon floppy. I actually know of some other things that you might enjoy. You can find them in the pet aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't think that's a fair question. No, it's... Wait. Because there's... It's, okay, why'd you get so passionate about that? that oh, wait, I don't actually know what you said. I, oh, yeah, it is, dude. Every uncle on Facebook ever. I thought you were going to defend me, and I got excited, but then I realized you weren't. No, I mean, kind of. I'll defend you. Yeah, have you seen the scale from, like, 1 to 10? Like, 1 being floppy and 10 being crispy as fuck? Yeah. I'm like a six or a seven on that scale. I'm seven through 10. I want the ends, like, how do I, I want to describe this? The ends I want crispier because it kind of melts in your mouth and the middle I'm okay with being a little floppier. Yeah, I mean, I don't want mine burnt. I like the middle of the bacon um, firm and like still juicy, not crunchy, like your teeth yeah. sink through it, but it holds shape when you pick it up and I like the ends to be brittle. That's kind of where I'm at. So you're probably at like an eight. Probably. I'm at like a yeah. six or a seven. What are you at on that scale? Five. Okay, so you like it real floppy. I want it real. I want when I you want it so floppy that you have to use a shoehorn to get it in your mouth. <laughs> yes. When you pick up bacon and you drape it over your finger, I want my bacon to touch. I want the ends to touch when I pick it up. I want it to be floppy, <laughs> and I want it to be sticky, and I want it to be greasy. You want it to look like a heart disease awareness <laughs> ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds aside, <laughs> that's, and I'm, that's not enough. I bake my bacon. That's I, I bake mine as that's well. That's because it's bake in. Ah. Uh, so let me get this straight, fish stick. Your uh -oh. process of cooking bacon is to barely cook it and then burn the shit out of your finger to determine if it's good <laughs> or not. I can I can do it for you in sound. Close okay. your eyes. Okay. This is how I cook bacon. If I get peanut butter smacked, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> okay, it's gonna start. I'm turning on the stove. And then the the pan's getting hot. Such a good and impression. I take, and I take the bacon and I throw it on. And I take it off with my finger. Ow! And then uh, if it touches, it's good. That's how I make bacon. 
So you would you eat it legitimately raw? If it wouldn't hurt me, yeah. It's smoked. You'd probably be fine. Is it? No. Is it smoked? If the bacon's already cooked and I and I didn't know this it's and no one told like, me, I'm fairly certain you could eat quote unquote raw bacon and you'd be okay. I'm 100 percent sure that's not the case. Mm. We're not talking about bacon from the fucking freezer aisle. It's not like pull it out of the cardboard box and let it thaw and it's still floppy. This is like packaged raw meat. Yeah, but all of that is smoked. I'm not 100% sure that bacon's already cooked when you buy it. Do you know what tart? It's not cooked. It is smoked. Oh, is that not cooked? I don't know. It's Clearly. not. Smoked is not. Hey, fucking Gordon Ramsay, shut up. <laughs> Unless you smoke it for eight hours, then it's cooked. How long do you think it's smoked for? Probably not a long time. <laughs> it's raw fucking bacon. Anyways, if I have any you say in it. You can eat raw anything. They probably blow fucking smoke on the pig before they kill it. If you... you <laughs> They just make it smoke a cigar. Yeah, they like, just... Wait, wait, what noise did that pig make? My impression of a pig smoke. <laughs> I hate the pork industry. The pork industry's fucked. Come on, smoke it. Smoke it. Smoke it. I think catch the pig smoking. Plus its nose. <laughs> make it smoke a whole pack. Oh, you want to smoke one? Well, you're going to smoke a whole pack. I feel pack. like this is a strange cat, sheep, pig. Yeah, it's made some questionable noises. <laughs> I don't know if I would eat that raw. But to get back to something you said a minute yeah. ago, yeah, what's you can eat anything raw. Yeah, you can eat anything. For a little while. For a little while. <laughs> yeah. I Do you know what beef tartare is? No. No. It's literally just raw beef and then like raw egg mixed together and like crispy potatoes on top and shit. Why don't they just call that bad for you? I don't know. I call that meatloaf mix. <laughs> like I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And they fucking call it tartare and charge you $24 a plate. That's gnarly. Here's another thing. Why do you like crispy bacon? It tastes like burnt balloons. No. Not if you don't burn it. Yeah, it does. I've you, never had crispy bacon that didn't taste like shit. Do you buy the marked down bacon? <laughs> no, I get fucking farm <laughs> bacon. The last bacon I had was this thick, which is... My fingers are pretty close together, but not as close together as you'd expect. For those listeners who aren't seeing us, uh, all of them. For those gonna, listening, there's some space between his fingers. I'm not going to pretend it's like a lot, but it's more than you're thinking. That's like, you're showing a half inch. No, nah, dog, that's not a half inch. <laughs> that's a that's half inch. That's like a inch. centimeter. No, if this is a half off, Canada. If this is a half that, inch, that's you're- That's also a half inch. No, it's not. An inch is like this big. Two and a half centimeters is an inch. So a half inch is I like know. that. <laughs> How many half inches is your dick? You don't measure hogs in half inches. You measure them in hands. <laughs> and I have one hand. <laughs> I can almost make it disappear. <laughs> anyway, that's brilliant. Oh, that's beautiful. So I want. I, I like my, like I said, probably like a six or a seven. I like it crispy on the ends, firm in the middle, but not too floppy. Because I don't like it chew. I don't like it stringy and chewy. Yeah, that's it. Nez- it's not stringy. Bacon's never stringy. Clap have about you, it. It's you- a literal. Sh- it's a string. <laughs> Yo, you ever had pork belly? Probably. Oh, it's so good. Come up with a new name for it. Pig tummy. No. Pig tummy. Boar gut. Boar gut. Pork thigh those- insides. Oh, there you go. Oh, that was a good one. Oink, tu- oink tummy. <laughs> I just like the word tummy. Uh, what's a pig lap? <laughs> <laughs> what? What if you ate a pig's lap? What it's would not that a be? Thing. There's no lap. <laughs> Every, okay, everything has a lap. So back it up. No. Okay, they, I'll hear an argument for fish not having laps, but everything else has a lap. No. If it got leg, it got lap. <laughs> Fundamental law of the universe. The only things that can have laps are things that sit like us weirdos do. Yeah. Dogs have laps then. No. No. Yep, dogs sit. 
Not like us. A if pig it lap. Have leg. It have lap. No. <laughs> I can't. I, I that's fish sticks topic topics, but this is fish sticks personal opinion. <laughs> if it have leg, it have lap. I, I completely agree. Okay. I disagree. Disagree. Oh, split 50 50. We need yeah. a producer. No, there's no 50 50. That's like saying, oh, it's split 50 50 on climate change. Scientific <laughs> evidence says if it got leg, it got lap. Uh, yes, this is Dr. Swinkle. Yes, finally a real doctor. Uh, I am a real doctor. Tiebreaker. It, it is true. And I will be breaking the tie about the lap situation. If it have leg, it very well may have lap. If it have leg, oh. it have lap. Come on. Uh, may. May? Have lap. Give me one instance of something with leg without lap. No. <laughs> All right, cool. That's Fish Six Top Big Top. The Professor's Life Distressor coming up you next. Hello, my name's Dale. And lately I've been noticing that my bird feeders is knocked down. Somebody's been rummaging through my trash can. And I've got a hunch that it's somebody with a big foot. And if you know what I'm talking about, it's the real big foot. I know somebody out there has some information. My cousin Ricky saw him one time. But I'm willing to pay upwards of $10 to anyone who can come forward with any information on the potential whereabouts of Bigfoot. I'm fixing to show that asshole my big fist. So, uh, call me. You got 99 problems? Let this bro solve one. Call 304-566-WIDK. Leave a voicemail about your situation, and the professor will make it all better. It's the professor's life de-stressor. Today's professor life de-stressor is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. Beyond the Portobello, an entire kingdom of mushrooms exists, many with amazing health benefits for immunity, energy, longevity, that have been studied for centuries. Four Sigmatic makes drinking mushrooms and superfoods delicious and easy to do with a wide variety of mushroom coffees, mushroom cocoa, mushroom superfood blends, and mushroom elixirs. If you go to bit.ly slash WIDK shrooms, you can save 10% on your entire order by entering the promo code SCAVTRUFFLE, that's S-C-A-V, truffle, at checkout. And while these are not psychedelic mushrooms, they're pretty fucking magical. Oh, I'm, I'm, I've pulled up their website. Four Sigmatic, right? Yeah, Four Sigmatic. Yeah, I'm sigmatic. looking at it. Uh, on, one of their, on their about page, it says, um, if it got leg, it got lap. It's pretty fantastic, actually. Yeah, look at this. Oh. Yeah, no, if leg, then lap. It's actually in the source code. You have to go to the website. and That you- says if stem cap. No. All right, we got a message sent in from Elias Biggerson. Hi, professor. I'm about to be in my first play, and I have what my mother called butterflies in my stomach. I don't remember eating any butterflies or caterpillars for that matter. What is going on with me? Please help. Hey, kid. You have anxiety. Mulch is going to take this one. And, uh... The best thing you can do is ignore it for the next 10 years and then hope your health insurance covers sertraline and at least two therapy sessions per month. There are, I, uh, there are other options. When you get nervous for something, that weird feeling you have in your stomach is actually caused by, you know how you have bacteria in your gut, right? Yeah. Mushrooms. You, do you know what they feed on? What? Fear. Fear. Really? <laughs> they get real big. The feeling you get is actually them moving around because what they're doing is they're taking bad chemicals from your pancreas, which makes bad chemicals. That's what it's there for. They're taking the bad chemicals from your pancreas and putting them into your bladder, which is also why you feel like you have to pee when you get nervous. That's just an old wives' tale. No, that's what I learned when I went to medical school, motherfucker. Here's, here's the that's where I, that's when I learned if it have leg, it have lap. <laughs>
here's the truth. <laughs> you know, and I don't mean to freak you guys out, but you know how they say when you're sleeping, you swallow spiders? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the same thing happens with caterpillars, but they crawl up your butt. You know? <laughs> and then they hatch into butterflies in your stomach. Uh, Only at the most inopportune moments. Exactly. <laughs> they, because caterpillars feed on fear. They take chemicals from your pancreas and wrap themselves up in a cocoon of pancreas chemicals. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just need to wear tighter pants when you go to bed. We have to invent a, uh, a caterpillar butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be real hard to market because people are going to be very confused. <laughs> Oh, it like it's ridged for my pleasure. It should just be a fake butthole you put in your butthole. <laughs> and it traps the caterpillars yeah. in like honey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the then you can eat them the next day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fold it inside out <laughs> and onto your toast. Onto your bacon, yeah. <laughs> they can't hatch if you chew them up first. <laughs> Dear, come for breakfast, butt honey. Do you want butter pillars on your toast? <laughs> This may be the first time anyone's prescribed a butt plug for anxiety. <laughs> but it might not be. Also, and that's something it's to definitely think. It's definitely not the last. <laughs> so tight pants or a catcher butter pillar <laughs> plug. I mean, those are some solutions. A butter pillar catcher plug. Yeah. I think that answers that, right? That's some de-stressing. Yeah, hopefully you're not stressed anymore, unless you're more stressed because you know the caterpillars are coming for you. They're crawling up your butt, Dave. <laughs> I feel uh, like really the solution is just underwear. Tighter pants. That's what I said. Briefs exist. What is a <laughs> to be That's brief. just going to lead to stronger caterpillars. What is? They're going to be crawling. I in. fucking hate your evolution bullshit. Yo, I'm going to lift those pants up. <laughs> your ass cheek's going to flap like butterfly wings in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that logic is such bullshit. And it's the second time you've pulled it on this fucking show and I'm over it, dude. God, if Charles Darwin knew you were going to exist. <laughs> what if he wrote about that? <laughs> butter pillars? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. They are called butterflies. <laughs> yeah. Took me a while. But or fly. They have the choice. They can either. They can either. Wait. So, Dang it. so the ones you see flying around are ones that didn't make it into a butt. Those are the ones that went to college. <laughs> Butt or flies. <laughs> uh, that is the professor's life de-stressor. Elias, I hope we helped you with this. Who's <laughs> looking at me so angrily? Hi, I'm Jay Bats. And I'm Michael. And we're the hosts of a very thought-provoking show called The What If Podcast. On it, we'll explore the big and little what-ifs of life and steer our listeners toward a better understanding of the real or hypothetical situations we might find ourselves in. Or not. On our journey, we'll learn interesting facts and fictions about the everyday world. And sometimes, most of the times, we'll dive headlong into rabbit holes that slide up against the subject and sharply turn away from it. Come along with us. We'll have fun and learn something new together. New episodes release every other Tuesday. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, and anywhere fine podcasts are archived. Wind her up and watch her go. Send submissions for scrutiny to Lulu at I don't know radio.com. From airplane bathrooms to zebra steak, she'll rate it. It's Lulu's viewer reviews. And today's review is sponsored by Flying Crow Coffee Co. Fair trade certified organically sourced coffees from around the world, nano roasted to order for the freshness you expect and deserve. When you order their coffee online, it will be shipped to you within seven days of it being roasted, guaranteeing its freshness. Light, medium, dark roasts, all you can dream of right on their website. Go to bit.ly slash W-I-D-K crow. 
You can get 10% off all online gift card purchases through December 26th. And if you find yourself in Springfield, Vermont, you can visit their coffee shop or see some roasting in action in their studio, which is right there in Springfield, Vermont as well. That sounds awesome, and I want to go to that. It's absolutely fucking delicious. I, too, love coffee. Um, so I'm reviewing something that I'm afraid I do, and you guys actually can review it better than I can. Telling your friends the book was better every time they get excited about a movie or TV show. Oh, boy, that's a whole universe. Oh, man. I've never, ever heard somebody be like, the book was good, but the fucking movie, I've never heard that. I luckily had an instance recently where I actually saw a TV show adaptation of a book that I think was equally as good as the book, and I was very excited about this. What it, was this? Was it by chance Good Omens? It was indeed. Oh, a movie that was just as good as the book, in my opinion, was The Grinch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the movie was better than the book. Yeah. Mike Myers in The Cat in the Hat was pretty killer. No, it wasn't. It was so bad that fucking Mrs. Seuss <laughs> was like, hey, no, we're never doing another live action of my That's fucking why it was so good. Book. They dug up Dr. Seuss only to dig deeper below him and bury him lower after they made that they, movie. They dug him up just to roll him in his grave. Yeah. Halfway through digging, they were like, this is dumb. Like, no, it'll be funny for the joke. Do it. Like, <laughs> no, the movie was so bad. You don't understand. No, he has to roll over. Nobody else liked that movie. I thought it was horrible. But the act but I, I thought it was great. The act of telling <laughs> telling someone that the book was better than the movie. Is that a pretentious act in and of itself? No, cuz I'm just used to it. How do you feel? I think it's all in the way it's said, of course. Why are you used to it? Who does that? I've never you? heard the opposite. If the book is always better than the movie. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, but like maybe I read the book. Maybe I know that. Maybe I just want to enjoy a movie. I don't need you raining on my parade because you think the book was better. Well, that's where it comes into how you say it. Yeah, I agree. So how would you say it? <laughs> uh, the book was so better than this movie. Oh, I can't believe you like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you like this movie? Did you even read the book? <laughs> so how would you say it non-pretentiously? Um, oh, so you enjoyed... I don't know, I'm looking at you, Professor, because... What? I'm genuinely curious about so what you have rude. to say about this movie that I'm watching right now. So so you're enjoying the movie? Very much so. Oh, that's really interesting, because have you read the book? No. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're enjoying that. I did read the book first, and I have to find, I found the movie to be disappointing in comparison. Oh, yeah, you think the book's better? I enjoyed it more. Not surprised. Everyone always thinks the book is better. <laughs> All right, can we try it next? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, right, you guys right. do it. You got, wait, who saw the movie? I don't care. Professor still? <laughs> Sure. Okay. What What is it you want to tell me while I'm watching this movie? Hey, do you like the movie? I do. I'm really enjoying it. Did you read the book? No. I Neither didn't. did I. Do you know why? Why? Books are dumb. Books are dumb. <laughs> yeah. You know what's easier? What? Watching a movie. Why would I want to spend 10 hours flipping paper when what? I could look at this TV for an hour and a half? Or most likely two hours or well, a little more. But yeah. yeah, whatever. I mean, it's not 1931 anymore. Movies I like, are an hour. I like short movies. I, you like short... Can I do it next? I'm the one watching the movie. You you asked me the thing. Okay. Oh! Hey, man. Do you oh, like this God. movie? Oh, my eyes. What's wrong with your eyes? Oh, I spent 13 hours a day staring at screens. Oh, wow. Uh, and also I got vinegar in them. <laughs> oh, there's vinegar in my eyes. Well, you know what you could do? Oh, what's that? Switch to books. Oh, I could switch to books, but I still need my eyes. The books are always better. Oh, are they full of vinegar? Nope. Oh, God, that's fucking good news. They do bleach the paper, though. So much shit is full of vinegar. <laughs> I opened my fucking milk this morning. <laughs> fucking vinegar, man. 
<laughs> Lulu, you do it now. All of you have just disappointed me in the human race. Hold on, Lulu, so. you do it now. You're you're watching the movie. You're watching the movie, okay? Okay. We have I get to go now. Okay. <laughs> hey, how are you enjoying the movie? Um, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> are you Have you ever felt itchy? <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah, like in the on your lap. I don't think Fishstick understands how this is supposed to work. No, I don't. I this doesn't have any relevance. <laughs> I just want to play. Yeah, well, I'm I'm done with the butt stuff. I said lap. Can we all think of an example where the movie might actually have been better? I can only think of two examples in which I think it's just as good. Go on. Well, one is Good Omens. Okay. The other is The English Patient. Oh, interesting. Um, because it actually focuses on different characters than the book does. You actually feel like you're gaining more from the experience. Like, the book is equally good, the movie's good, but you get, like, two halves of a whole almost. That's fair. Yeah. I have one, but I need to ask you all a question first. What? <laughs> what you, is it called? <laughs> are you ready to alienate a quarter of our listeners? Why? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I think those movies were better than the book because they were quite true to it. I don't have fucking time for those books again, but I could watch the movies. Okay, again. the books were awesome. Don't get me wrong. Oh, God, there are- there's a sniper dot on my forehead. <laughs> Where's that coming from? There are parts where the books are really long, in which could be unnecessary. They're beautiful and great and well-written books. They're classics. I ain't got time the for that. The Mona Lisa wasn't very big is what I'm saying. <laughs> That is the most vapid yet smart sounding thing a person could say. <laughs> I just, I would never read a, I would never read a trilogy, first of all. What's the longest thing you've read in recent memory? I don't know, the uh, fucking, an ad for this stupid show we're doing, like. Did anybody here read Cloud Atlas? No. Yes. Uh, part of it. Jesus it, Christ. It was, it was a really good book. How do you guys have time for this? Mulch, shut the fuck up. Okay. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was incredible. The book was hard to read in parts, though. Because you have to adapt your brain to a different language, a devolved language. Right. I mean, it was really interesting, but I found those pages to be almost unbearable. Unbearable. I'm going <laughs> to say something. I'm going to say something. I want to clarify that this is just my opinion, and I don't hate anyone who feels the opposite, but I cannot stand it when a book is written in a dialect. There's that book about the kids that live in the maze, and the whole thing is written in this quote-unquote future slang, and it's just unreadable to me. And that devolved language thing, like in Cloud Atlas, that's why I couldn't finish it. Right. It was only I, a couple chapters that they did that, but those chapters yeah. were so hard to get through. Like, I understand, and that's cool, and I usually like when people take art and do something weird in a medium, but that one, for some reason, it just shuts my brain off. I can't do it. Another thing about that book is that there were really, really cool little things that connected everywhere. And that was like the Mm -hmm. point of the book. But reading it the first time, you might not necessarily pick up on all those things. And that's really a book that you have to read two or three times to really understand how amazing the piece of art is. Which is why I appreciated the movie just as much, if not even a little bit more. Because I can sit down and watch a movie three times. I can't do that with a book. Fair point. Yeah, although both of them are pretty extensive. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> although I actually watched the movie first and then read the book. I did, too, because yeah. I loved the movie so much. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to read this book. You're, you're still going to rate this, though, right? Um, I'm about to just probably cry in a corner and rate it by the loudness of my sobs, but yeah. All right, we'll do that during the commercial break. We've got Mulch's <laughs> News Garden coming up next. Hi there. 
you like reading books? Probably. But do you know what no one likes? Bookmarks. They've been a necessary evil ever since books were invented. First of all, you have to keep a stock of them on hand if you ever hope to use them. Secondly, they're flimsy and weak. You drop it once, and it's ruined. And finally, I swear to God, they just vanish. You set it down, get to reading, and it slips off to another plane of existence and turns up a week later in the gap between the seats of your car or something. I propose a change. Hi, my name is Mark, and I want to be your bookmark. I have a very good memory. Even if you don't read that often, I'll never forget. I will look at what page you're on and periodically remind you, ensuring you never lose your place. I offer a tiered system of services. For the basic level, I will tell you where you left off whenever you pick up a book and stand there while you read, vocally alerting you every time you turn a page. If you subscribe to my premium package, I will alert you when you're about to get to the good parts and also tell you when you should stop reading and go to bed. If you sign up for the ultimate level, I will begin each of your reading sessions with a 15-minute recap of what happened during your last reading, provide original sound effects and music to heighten your experience, and even read to you when you need to do other things such as driving or using the restroom. I'm Mark. Let me be your bookmark. Reading through the news, pruning the lies, and hedging his bets. The landscape of journalism looks better with Mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. Mulch's News Garden is brought to you by Hello Tushy. Turn your bathroom into the private spa oasis you've always wanted with a tushy bidet. Every spray to your booty hole will transport you to a relaxing spa experience in the comfort of your own bathroom. Plus, it installs in 10 minutes. Tushy fits all standard toilets and even some one-piece toilets. Just be careful of water pressure because you don't want to wind up pressed against the wall. There's no way that's in the script. <laughs> Just be careful of water pressure because you don't want to be lifted 10 feet off the ground and pressed against the ceiling of your bathroom with water going up your ass and out of your mouth. <laughs> Just be careful of water pressure because caterpillars got to live somewhere. <laughs> Just make sure you're actually sitting down so it doesn't put a hole in the wall across the street from your bathroom. Where can I get a discount on this thing? Just make sure it's not hot water because you don't want to steam your asshole. It may, it may look like a fountain, but please don't drink from it. Thank you. So if you're interested, <laughs> so if you're interested, go to <laughs> bit.ly slash I did not fuck me. So if you're interested, go to bit. <laughs> so if you're interested, go to bit.ly slash W-I-D-K Tushy. That's T-U-S-H-Y Tushy. Take 10% off your first order with code SCAVENGE. That's S-C-A-V-E-N-G-E. And if you need to remember that promo code, just you're scavenging your butthole for caterpillars with Hello Tushy. <laughs> Blow them away, boys. Woo. So now oh that my. that's over. Oh, my God. Good Lord. This is brought to you by UPI.com. Dog rescued by driver who struck it turns out to be wild coyote. <laughs> the dog, not the driver. <laughs> a Manitoba man who struck what he thought was a dog on his way to work loaded the animal into his backseat and only later discovered it was a coyote. Eli Bordisky said he was on his way to work at the Bothwell Cheese Factory in New Bothwell, south of Winnipeg. <laughs> you find <laughs> that up, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> Winnipeg when an animal ran out in front of his car and was clipped by the vehicle. I thought it was a German shepherd, the dumb fuck said. I didn't think it was a wild animal at all, the dumb fuck thought. The man loaded the injured animal into his backseat and drove the rest of the way to work where a coworker took a look and informed him that the animal was a fucking coyote. The conversation went like this. Hey man, I hit a dog. That's too bad. Where is it? In my backseat. Why? Wanted to save it. Why'd you come to work? Well, I didn't know what else to do. I thought you could help. Okay, let's see it. Here it is. Hey, dude, that's a fucking coyote. What's that? Not a dog. It's gonna fucking bite you. Oh, what should we do next? I don't know. You should clock in. I thought you could help. Hold on. You know I work at a cheese factory, right? Hey man, hit a dog. Cool. What else do you want to talk I, about? I don't have a litter. I don't have a litter box. Can you block it up for a while <laughs> so I can get ready? Go get him that Gouda we've been working hard on. It'll fucking rehabilitate him. Can we cover it in wax or some shit? Oh uh, my. Eva Cohen, another coworker, was able to text a wildlife rehab center, and and a con- conservation officer was dispatched to the center to take the coyote from Brodisky's back seat. Zoe Nakata, executive director of the Wildlife Haven Rehabilitation Center, told CNN the coyote is estimated to be between one and three years old, and it's getting stronger by the day. (laughs) People are so weird when they talk about things like I know. He's growing up to be such a big boy. Bordisky said he thought it was a dog because it was so calm that he let it pet it, to which I responded, you hit it with your car. Yo, (laughs) probably disoriented. It's probably like, oh. Coyote had fucking stars in its eyes. Probably like literally wildly coyote. Did he say where he hit it with the car? The front, I assume. <laughs> he clipped it with his bumper, it said. Not the, not on the car, on the dog, on the coyote. Probably the whole ass fucking dog. Did it get his lap? I think oh, it, it pulled a, oh it. it no, it tushied it. <laughs> because you can see where I hit it from this brown streak. If I hit a dog, I would look around to see whose dog it was. You wouldn't pick it up and put it in your back seat. Right. No, and then drive to work? Why would that, I do that? He might be all cheesed out. <laughs> This is 100% cheese diet. <laughs> oh my god. That's something we could unpack for a minute. <laughs> it takes longer than a minute to unpack it, dude. <laughs> yeah, probably. What thought process is that, though? Like, like this guy at the hey, cheese factory. Hey, <laughs> don't, <laughs> no, hey, don't die for eight hours while I go in there and make some cheese. I bet. Hell yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul, stop making that Gouda. He's talking to the coyote the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah, not to brag, but. I'm a line leader on the assembly line. Yeah, I, they got they need me. They need me, puppy. Just yeah, gotta they, chill out for a minute. Hang out for a bit. We need a supervisor. <laughs> I just there was a uh, I, I I saw a thing on Facebook once of this wife that texted her husband and was like, "Hey, this stray dog came into the yard and I befriended it. And she photoshopped a coyote and a bunch of pictures like on the couch next to their baby, and, like in the back seat." And he was like, babe, that's a fucking coyote. What are you doing? She just, she just all day just kept being like, look, I'm giving it a bath. Look, it's playing with our baby. And all like that's all I can think of is this guy was like, oh, it's, fucking, it's a new pet. <laughs> like, it'll be a movie. I hit it and then we became the friends. You said Manitoba, right? Yeah. The story makes a lot more sense when you picture it happening in Canada, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Come get some cheese. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Say hello to your mother. Oh, jeez. I hit it right in the lap. <laughs> <laughs> gotta put it in my back seat. Oh, gotta go for a burn. <laughs> Gonna go get my cheese ready. 
Listen, puppy, I'd take you to get more take more care taken of you, but Paul's a good guy, not the best at cheese. If I didn't get in there, he'd make the cheddar square. Paul, oh, Paul's a good guy. Just sit here, puppy. We'll get you help, okay? <laughs> dude, that guy at work was probably like, stop bringing me stuff like this, dude. We're not friends, and I don't know what to do other than cheese. He's Paul, like, hey, I got I a puppy. Paul, come see the puppy in my car, Paul. Paul, I brought you my mortgage statement. I was hoping you could go over it. He's like, I make cheese. <laughs> Paul, the taxes each year go up. I don't think it's right, Paul. <laughs> Paul, I was hoping you could sit down with my wife and I and we could figure out some of our problems. <laughs> I've been shopping for pants online, Paul, but it's hard to get a good fit. Paul, I wake up in the morning and when I scratch my behind, I get a caterpillar. <laughs> caterpillar. Did that ever happen to you, Paul? Paul, would you... <laughs> what has this segment become? <laughs> play in the space! Paul, play in the space, Paul. I can't handle Play in the space. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Okay. Paul. That's my segment. Thanks for listening. Oh, that's if very If you'd like good. to hear more, uh, go to go to support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Check out our website for free bonus content like outtakes. I don't know radio.com. Thank you, Ian G, for making our intro and outro music. And if you want to leave us uh, any ideas to mash up and and destroy and grind into the ground and get completely off topic. We'll put them can... on our lap and we'll mix them together. <sighs> well, we have laps, so we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the phone number that you can verbally leave us things for is... 304-566-WIDK. For those of you who don't know how to translate that, like the professor, it's 304-566-9435. Or you can email us at animallaps at idonoradio.com. Or at it got leg, it got lap at idonoradio.com. <laughs> Put all the clap emojis in there you want. I've gotten a couple emails to literally anything at idonoradio.com, and I don't know if people think they're being clever or if people aren't clever and they think that's the actual email address. You can type whatever the fuck you want. Put an at sign. Put I don't know radio.com. Also, Email caterpillars in your butt at I don't know radio.com. Those are butter pillars at I don't know radio. Email Paul at I don't know radio. Email Paul. I want you to go over this rent this red box receipt I found at I don't know radio.com. Or you can find our sorry selves all over the socials at I don't know, radio. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, I want to mention we redid our website. We had like this shitty automatic. I mean, I'm not, it's not shitty. Matt, you're great. Pinecast is great. But it just showed the episodes. We now have a dope website that we spent a lot of time making. I don't know, radio.com. It's been revamped. There's all sorts of cool shit. It's fucking sweet. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. That's the show. If you enjoy content like this, I feel sorry for you. But you can support the show and get access to bonus content for just $2 a month at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Also, if you tell enough friends about I Don't Know Radio, maybe we can get the FCC to shut this filth down for good. Until then, catch us next Monday. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.